Guys, what's going on? Welcome back to another Stephen Covey podcast. First and foremost, man, I'm going to give a shout out to everyone out there in the world who is listening to me now. I've had the best three-day podcast, like download all that stuff in my history, and I've been doing this since early 2016. So first and foremost, big shout, uh, shout out to my folks out there in San Jose, Costa Rica, and Argentina, um, Austria, which is awesome. My Singaporeans, my Hong Kongese, is that how you guys say it and whatnot? Folks out there in America, I'm just, this was my goal from the very beginning to get to every corner of the world. So I love giving gratitude. I love being grateful for the entire process. And I just want to say thanks to everyone out there who's actually tuning into my podcast. I've been bringing so many unbelievable individuals onto my podcast and just so much groupthink and so many things in general. So, man, guys, just thank you in general. So, with that being said, guys, for all of you who have been tuning into these podcasts, season four, Stephen Covey, The Speed of Trust, man, I've been talking to my guy, Mustafa, man, five language speaking guy out there. This guy's a bodybuilding freak, right? He's out there in Malaysia. And you know what? He said this is the single most important book he's ever read in his life, Stephen Covey, The Speed of Trust. Again, what I do with these books, I dive deep into the chapters. I relate it to my life. I give you actionable steps at the end so you guys can maintain it or you guys can start, you know, putting things into action. I try not relating it to myself so much, but I love talking about how I apply it to my life, right? So over the last five episodes, now I'm on, oh my God, I think this is episode number 24. Um, I've been talking about task, okay? T-A-S-K-S. Now, those are talents, attitudes, skills, style, and knowledge, Okay, switch up the K and the S at the end, style and knowledge. There you go. You have the task. So basically, the end in mind here. I love this. I love what Stephen Covey wrote in his book. A couple of things he wrote in his book. He said, the goal is to develop the task, okay, and to match them to the tasks at hand. See, to create the best possible alignment between our natural gifts, our passions, our skills, knowledge, and style. And you know what? Not only that, but the opportunity to earn, to contribute, and to make a difference. There was a guy by the name of Jim Collins. He actually wrote a book called Good to Great. And he talks about the importance within companies. Simon Sinek has actually talked about this too. And he said, you know what? The goal is to get the right people on the bus. Okay? That's number one. And then you need to figure out to get how to get the right people in the right seats on the bus. I love that. I've never – that is utterly brilliant. You know what? As a leader, see, guys, you need to be capable of maintaining people and set and putting people in their proper roles in an organization. Not only that, but you also want to learn how to create the right match between a person's specific capabilities and the job you're asking the person to do. All right? So if we look at this from a, look at this from an individual level, right? A lot of you guys, you guys don't look at it from continuous improvement. Remember I told you that, of course, this place I'm working at right now. That's why you hear echo. That's why you hear background noise, right? It's because this specific individual that I work at out here right now, he does not look at the development of the teachers in his organization. Not only that, but maintaining proper facilities to help encourage a very fun and clean working and learning environment. See, it's kind of like this. We still got the, you know, everyone, if you look at the universities and the schools of the planet, 
in general, what is it? We're always lined up in symmetrical or whatever order you want to name it. In rows, we're told to raise our hands and not to speak when this and that. We're basically machines. Remember, Prince EA made that video, what, two, three years ago. And if we look at it that way, if we look at the environments that we still learn in, it's still the same. Still the same. You know, I'm looking at I'm looking at this table and these couple of chairs in here and that same BS-ass whiteboard that I've been seeing since I was a kid. It's the same BS, man. I just don't understand the philosophy behind that. Man, I'm telling you, when I get my business up and going, I swear, I kid you not, even when I get my consultants in the agency and if I end up having something that's like hard instead of everything online, I'm going to have couches. That's right. I'm going to have carpet. I'm going to have a jumbo screen. It's going to be such a relaxing environment. Why? Because people should not want to just study a language. They need to learn. And you know what? As a manager, as whatever it is of any organization, it's all about harvesting and that, that continual improvement within a company. If your teachers don't know these specific things, okay, hold conventions together and get people on board to teach them the things that are necessary to, so they can become more resourceful. So if you look at it, a lot of people, they've been working in companies for 10 to 15 years. But instead of having like 15 years of experience, they really have only one year of experience repeated 15 times. See, they're not adapting to the changes required by the new global economy like you guys are seeing right now. And as a result, what's going to happen? They don't develop the credibility, which can inspire greater trust and opportunity. And you know what ends up happening? They become obsolete. Just like a lot of people at that Ford factory that closed down X amount of years ago and everyone went right in the city of Detroit went straight into ruins. This is what happens, man. And you know what? They're external things. Everything outgrows them. Do I have to continue using the blockbuster? Do I have to continue talking about that? It's the same thing, man. This is something that a lot of you have to take serious. And the same is true with all corporations. See, if... Corporations aren't engaged in continuous improvement or radical improvement. They risk becoming irrelevant and obsolete. So companies that do invest in those continually, you know, continually learning and growing and reinventing themselves, guess what happens? Hey, I mean, we could kind of look at it from an Apple, you know, standpoint. Back in 2006, what, 2007, launched the first iPhone, right? Revolutionary revolutionary you know what the ipod sales when they first unleashed that what 0102 didn't even know what it was until 04 and then i bought my first uh nano what 2005 but because i didn't have a computer it just didn't really make sense in having an ipod nano right so but if we look at apple sales they went insane back in 2002 2003 boom four years after the first iphone launch boom you got the iphone 4 it got even better boom the ipad i bought the ipad but right after that, again, the death of Steve Jobs happened, and then they're just relying on consumerism right now. So instead of focusing on innovation, like CNBC said uh, just recently in a recent YouTube uh, video, they're focusing on consumerism. And you know what Gary Vee spoke about this? He said, man, I think what Jeff Bezos is doing, they said, oh, well, retail is much different from blah, blah, blah. Listen, we're talking about CEOs of company. Jeff Bezos is far, uh, far beyond what Tim Cook could ever be. Why? He's focusing on constantly innovating rather than just 
Consumerism. What do I mean by consumerism? Well, he keeps developing the same product over and over. Well, this camera is the best we've ever had. Well, this video is the best we've ever had. Listen, you've been saying that the past six years. What's going to happen this? Well, next year or this year. I'm guessing that's when the new phone comes out. Guess what? Oh, yeah. It's the newest camera. It's the best video. You've been saying that for so long. Other than the AirPods, you guys are not innovating. Not only that, but what are you doing within the organization whereas people could take some crazy ass ideas and start developing that? Samsung? You know what? I think Apple is number three and number four right now. Huawei? Once they get on track? Because now Huawei is expanding like crazy and this is why America is terrified. Why? Innovation! If you are not growing, if your company's not growing, if you're not looking at ways at getting better and becoming better opposed to your competition, and I don't like looking at competition too, but if you're not doing these things, you're in trouble. I can assure you that right now. So what I'm telling you, do not become obsolete. Do not become complacent. Stop doing the same things over and over expecting a different result. Because if you do, you will falter. Guys, that's what the tasks are. T-A-S-K-S. I'm talking about the talent, the attitudes, the skills necessary, the knowledge, the things that you could possibly develop, and the style. See, the attitude and habit of continually improving is one of the prime differentiators between companies that remain relevant and succeed and those that fall by the wayside in today's global economy. You know, Bill Gates, chairman of Microsoft, he said the complacent company is a dead company. Success today requires the agility and drive to constantly rethink, reinvigorate, react, and reinvent. So how can we begin to do that and increase our capabilities? Well, you know what? I'm going to teach you three accelerators over the course of this week, starting Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. And you know what? That's the end of this podcast. Again, guys, big shout out to all of you. I hope you're rethinking your, your you know, your intent right now because we need to start thinking like this is the, these last five podcasts and what we've been over this last week. You need to start understanding that things are going to get serious and things are going to start changing very, very soon. So no more obsolete. No more. With that being said, guys, thanks for tuning in to another one. All of you tuning in around the world, thank you so much. Be sure to share this. And you know what, man? I'm the sexy host as usual, the chocolate one, the only one, the only Arsenio Buck out there in the world. Over and out.